Victoria's second city, Geelong, has taken its share of knocks over the years, particularly with the loss of some of its manufacturing industries. Initially, the city rode on the sheep's back as one of the largest wool exporters, then notably the Ford Motor Car Factory, which also supported a range of secondary parts makers. However, it has also produced its share of success stories. This one combines the loss of one industry with the reimagining of the 14-acre site, where in 1915 the government set up federal woolen mills to make uniforms for our armed forces and later for post office staff. When it shut down, Cam Hamilton's family bought the land with its substantial brick buildings and has built an award-winning business campus which has attracted IT innovators, artisans and creatives. Graham Kemelow visited during a recent visit to Geelong and he speaks with Cam. Cam, welcome to Travel Riders Radio. Thank you for having me. Did people think you're um, a bit crazy or I think it was your father who started all this did people sort of naysay this concept that this big uh, empty bunch of buildings would be of any value yeah well we've been doing this for a while with uh, lots of old industrial stock in and around Geelong right so um, you know sometimes you just got to have the belief that something good's going to happen at these places so uh, that's where it all started on this site right and look Geelong's had a few uncertainties along the way with various things that have started up and then shut down and uh, you know I guess the woolen industry was a very very big thing for Geelong in the early uh, part of the 19th uh, or the 20th century sorry but of course I guess cheaper products of made from other elements were being brought into the market and that probably caused ultimately the demise of of the federal woolen mills yeah yeah, yeah, the reduction of tariffs uh, obviously played a big part of that. But, um, you know, ultimately, as we were moved into a global economy, uh, there became cheaper options. Right. And, uh, you know, Australia as a country generally moved towards those, as did many others, I suppose. Yeah, abs- absolutely. So uh, just give me a, an idea of the scale. I visited the uh, the property before Christmas with the people from Business Events Geelong, and I was absolutely... Uh, I'm amazed at it actually I thought it was great how how big's the land and how many buildings do you have on it so uh, we've got a, about uh, 14 acres here so it's a large lot and we've got about 35,000 square meters of uh, ex-industrial buildings so there's sort so, of uh, sawtooth uh, roves and things like that old factory roofs yeah. I noticed. Yeah, a hundred. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's a sort of building that uh, Geelong, as a town, spent a lot of time, uh, I suppose, hiding these features. Uh, the natural light that comes in the sawtooth is is definitely a feature that we uh, we used to put suspended ceilings and the like through uh, to hide these uh, features and make it more of a modern building. But uh, we've found that uh, those features are now becoming really desirable, and the natural light and and the, uh, the volume of space in these areas is really a, a positive environment to work in. So, Cam, it's really a bit of a campus now, isn't it? Yes, yes, we like to say it's, a, it's like a university campus and you sort of find that uh, we've, got, we've got about 50 or 60 uh, businesses on site and uh, we find everyone sort of walks around together and, and says g'day. It's not really like the centre of town where everyone walks past each other and, and puts their head down and ignores each other. We're, we do have that campus feel and we really encourage that. And they're beautiful brick buildings too. They, they are, you, we're not talking about, uh, you know, some that was whipped up overnight. There's been a lot of time and effort gone into constructing the, the what was the federal mills, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was designed originally by Australia's government architect, uh, John Murdoch. Uh, 
and it was really designed to be a, a showpiece of what can be done uh, in an industrial area. Right, and it certainly is that. As you drive in the building, there is a, uh, as you drive into the premises, there is a, uh, a large structure. I noticed a photograph of all of the workers in front of this building and, and etched in the concrete is, well, I think it says Federal Woolen Mills, doesn't it, or Federal Mills, which is where yes, you've taken yes. the name from. Exactly right. So uh, it was the Federal Woolen Mills. We decided to, to shorten it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and it's part of a greater precinct created called Pivot City, um, which is another term that's synonymous with Geelong. Uh, well, Pivot was a fertiliser manufacturer, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. And I believe the, uh, the background to the, that word in Geelong became, uh, you know, sort of uh, into the... Uh, sorry. Uh, that that uh, term was sort of phrased uh, in and around the, the gold uh, rush era when Geelong was seen as a pivotal point between Melbourne and the, uh, the gold fields. Um, we thought we invented it during COVID. Well, anyway, I'm sure uh, it'll be reinvented many more times to come. No, that's fantastic. So you've, um, you've obviously gone out and, and found small firms and offered them a good deal on coming to... Uh, to North Geelong. You don't really have an anchor tenant there, though, do you? Or is it you? Well, I'd like to think we are, but uh, the reality is we're not. Uh, We originally uh, started this off and and we decided we really need an offering out here to draw people out here. Given, you know, we are only about three k's out of uh, the CBD, so really not that far away. But, uh, you there used to be a bit of a train of thought around North Geelong that it is sort of uh, the outskirts and, and not really that accessible from the main CBD. But, uh, you know, when we were really trying to uh, you know, provide a point of difference out here, we, we started with um, a company called Tribal, uh, which is a large tech firm that focused on um, educational software and, and the internet uh, type uh, systems for universities and the like. Um, and uh, we really wanted to get them out here and initially they decided to go elsewhere uh, but then we we ended up getting a you know state-of-the-art internet connection and we've got one terabyte per second internet out here and we wow. sort of went back to them and sort of uh, they ended up becoming a tenant of ours at another site and we we encouraged them to come out here so um once we got them, that sort of started the process, and and we probably uh, have been through a bit of a journey with tenancies, and you know ultimately at the start it was about you know the cost effectiveness of, of the site, and we offered uh, you know heavily reduced rentals to try get the people out here, but um, as we progressed, we sort of found that. Every, you know, it started to get a name for itself and everyone started to see the benefits of being out here. You know, the wonderful gardens, the abundance of car parking, the internet and the beauty of the buildings themselves. So from there, it just sort of, uh, it found itself and, and naturally progressed from there. Mm. Now, what, uh, we, I was going there to meet uh, the ladies from uh, Business Events Geelong, as I mentioned, and I got there a little bit early and had a bit of a wander around. I found a fabulous little cafe, had a coffee. I found a vintage or an antique store that just went on forever and ever, and I learned what the value of some of my LPs might be. They're they're quite expensive now, the vinyl. Um, So you've got a real mix. It's not just for business folks. You've obviously got uh, a bit of opportunity for consumers to enjoy a a weekend graze around the place, yeah? Yeah, it's it's interesting. When we went through the process with council and uh, our neighbours, we are on the edge of the, the port environments, 
environs, sorry. So it's quite a sensitive area and it, it needed to be able to be used for industry uh, successfully with, um, with minimal impact from the cars and, and the occupiers of this site. Um, this site is Victorian Heritage listed, so you know it wasn't suitable for modern industry. So we ended up uh, going through a process with everyone and, and decided on some uses that might that might work with minimal impact. And right. and the decision was to go with um, with mainly office uh, because you have uh, minimal car movements. It's sort of everyone comes in at 9 a.m. and then leaves at 5 p.m. But then sort of found that uh, there is scope within the site to have a bit of a blend of uses to, to you know, to make effectiveness of the site, you know, throughout the week. Uh, right. We didn't and want to sort of have it just a Monday to Friday thing. Yeah. One of the uh, drawing points that's going to, I think, bring people to this site is a building called 1917. Now, I'll let you tell us a little bit of the history, but it used to be the power station effectively, right? Yes, yes. So it, it's 1915. You just missed it by two oh, years. Oh, sorry. You're right. <laughs> no, that, that's okay. And I, I say two years because the name came about uh, the Woolen Mill was first construction, constructed in, in 1915. That's so, right, um, yeah. Yeah. So basically uh, this came about when we were... We sort of uh, look at it an all-encompassing solution for everyone on the site, and and we decided we need a, a really good uh, restaurant per, to cater for all the tenants out here. Right, and it's also you've got event space there, um, upstairs, uh, or sort of an an upstairs annex of that particular building. Is that the room that had the big engines in it, or something? Yes. Yeah, so um, you're right. It was originally the power station of the site. Um, so 1915 itself has uh, about four areas and, and the first one is the main restaurant which is basically the coal burning power station Yeah. Um, and then next door we've got Switch uh, which is a smaller smaller space, more intimate space and that used to house the generators um, that obviously you know, converted the, the coal burning situation into power and, and powered the site. Mm. So uh, you, you've probably seen yourself, we've still got the original switchboards in there and a, a lot of original relics, which we always like to keep in these sites. So it's really, uh, you know, it takes you down memory lane in relation to the history of the site. Well, I can imagine that, that this could be a popular wedding venue, but also a corporate event, you know, a lunch or a, a presentation. Yeah, we do uh, a lot of these sorts of things for people on the site, and we sort of cater from anywhere to from two hundred to five hundred people. Mm, um, so lots fantastic. of corporate events, and and as you say, also uh, weddings and birthday parties too. Right now, of course, for people who don't live in Victoria, Geelong was chosen as a sort of a hub for the ill-fated. I say ill-fated because they didn't go ahead. The Commonwealth Games. How did that affect you? Did you feel like that was? Uh, the rug being pulled out from underneath Geelong yet again? Oh, look, it was quite disappointing. Uh, we were actually housing the office function for uh, for the games themselves. So uh, we had about 4,000 square metres space, which we were about to go to lease, lease on with the with the state government, but didn't right. go ahead. So uh, quite disappointing. Um, but, you know, we learned to live with these things and just mm. move on. But it does seem, though, I must say, Cam, in my conversations around Geelong, when I was visiting down there, people just seemed to have moved on. And uh, the convention centre's being built now. It, uh, it almost seems like a blip on the radar now. Maybe a good one, in one sense. Well, Ge Geelong's been very lucky. And, you know, one thing we can take away from COVID is 
uh, people were forced to uh, look at the regions and and I suppose everyone had a look at Geelong and realised what a, a beautiful place it is. So mm-hmm. uh, we have had a great benefit of late. Um, so little losses like this, and I, I call it little, it's not that little, but, uh, you know, we're, we're uh, I suppose, forward enough to go, all right, well, let's uh, focus on the positive things, and, and we've seen a lot of positive things in and around Geelong in the, in the past five to ten years. Mm. And I see you've actually got uh, Bendigo Bank as one of your tenants, the regional office for Bendigo Bank. That's a pretty good catch. Yeah, yeah. So as time progressed, you know, as as I mentioned, we started with uh, you know lower tier tenants, and uh, you know I'd say lower tier because it's not Bendigo Bank or, or NAB Bank or your accountants or anything like that. Um, and then slowly moved up. I I still remember uh, when we first got uh, one of Geelong's major major accounting firms out here. I saw that as a big win because. You know, typically these guys only went in your top quality accommodation, so it really showed us that we'd uh, we'd done a good job there, and and we're really at uh, you know your top calibre of uh, office tenancies here in Geelong. Yeah, well, I think that's absolutely true from from what I've seen. Have you got? Um, are you planning to do any development there, or is it it's pretty much fully occupied with your heritage listed buildings? Is it? Yeah, yeah, we're pretty much fully occupied at the moment. Um, we do own a, another site that's a immediately adjacent uh which we're working on at the moment so that'll see out the the block um and that'll be the end of it we don't really we're not proposing high rises or anything like that we like to build in the existing fabric of these heritage buildings and and really think that's that's our point of difference so really don't want to vary from that too much i suppose cam what i was wondering is whether there's a a hotel out your way that matches uh, the ambience of of your centre, and, and would that um, be something along the way? Oh, look, not not on our site, but uh, we've got Osborne House just around the corner, which is a council-owned site. Uh, there was a process happening whereby they wanted to see something like that uh, at that site, so uh, never say never. I hope it does happen, and, you know, believe, you know, especially with the, you know, the introduction of the international flights at Avalon and, and the spirit of Tasmania docking some 800 metres down the road, I think it's a, definitely a good opportunity for the area. Yeah, well, Cam, thank you so much for your time. I've appreciated uh, chatting with you, and I really enjoyed having a wander around. Now, if people want to go to Federal Mills, it's on the... Uh, it's on the main road into Geelong on the left-hand side. Is, is it, what's the actual street address? Yeah, it's um, 33 Mackey Street. So it's basically on the corner of Mackey Street and Melbourne Road in right. North Geelong. Um, it is open seven days a week. And as you said, there's always something to do, uh, whether it be eating nice food, drinking nice wine, or, or looking at the old wares in the vintage market. So, right, and, uh, if you, and if you'd like to uh, go on to the internet, I think it's federalmills.com.au, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct. Well, Cam, thank you for your time and thanks for being on Travel Riders Radio. Not a problem at all. Thank you very much for having me. Graham Kemler was speaking there with Cam Hamilton, who has just announced that Burley Head's iconic cafe, Paddock Bakery, will be opening on-site in April. More information at federalmills.com.au. Yeah, and I'd encourage people, go and have a look at Federal Mills. It's a great example of, you know, the early... 20th century architecture, the government architect got involved. It's all very substantial brick buildings, but there are these sawtooth roofs that cast lovely light. And the place I went to eat, if you only went there to dine at the restaurant, 1915, which is named after the start of this uh, whole precinct, 
that's a fantastic old powerhouse. Used to provide uh, electricity for this whole 14 acre site. Um, they've turned it into a little bit of a, uh, a museum, but um, it, it's amazing. I, I highly recommend people go and have a look. It's on the way into Geelong. This is the Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.